Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com. Welcome to St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio. Happy 314 Day. North side, west side, west end, south side, ride through the city, that's where I roam. The east side, ill side, north county, south county, mid county, west county, ding, dang, dong. It's on the Mississippi, small little city with your art, what you doing, it's so well known, but you gotta come and visit. It's hard to envision, describe the lyrics in a place called home. That's the gateway and commit to St. That's the St. Louis band Ill Phonics with their 2009 song, This Is How We Do. And if you caught promos yesterday and this morning for today's show, or you've seen STLPR social media posts the last handful of days about what we're doing this hour, this is the moment you've been waiting for. St. Louis on the Air is going all in on this 314 day on March 14th. For the uninitiated, in the words of our show's resident STL OG, producer Maya Norfleet, 314 day is, quote, pretty much the only day St. Louisans allow themselves to just show some love to an often frustrating city. And this 314 day uh, draws its inspiration from this region's area code, and it goes beyond a 24-hour square on the calendar. 314 day is actually a week-long period of civic pride that started as a grassroots effort by media personality Young Dip. It's evolved over the years into a major movement for local brands and businesses. It's also an opportunity for transplants like me to get to know more about the place I call home. In the almost nine years I've lived here, 314 Day, and the way St. Louisans embrace it has taught me tons about all things STL. And when I say all things, I'm telling you, it runs a range much stretchier than Provel, which we all know doesn't have the same kind of stretch that mozzarella has. Let the flaming begin. So on this 314 day, we're dedicating the whole hour to you and the Lou. We'll talk with two St. Louis natives, both committed cheerleaders and honest critics of the city, both well known in many communities across the region, about the 411 on 314. We also want to hear from you about all things St. Louis. Do you have an experience that you might call peak St. Louis? For example, we heard from a listener named David. He said, I count seeing Ozzy Smith on the street and getting the nod as one of my life's greatest moments. How St. Louis is that? And for those who don't know, the nod is how many black Americans say, I see you in certain places without saying the words. So what's your peak St. Louis experience? Give us a call at 314-382-8255. That's 314-382-TALK. Or you can tweet us at STL on air. Or tell us what's your favorite St. Louis place to visit or place to eat. Again, that number is 314-382-8255. Five, five. Now, you're not going to hear just me today. Joining me in studio to kick off this 314 day is Stacy Static, community engagement consultant and host of the Static Podcast. 
Welcome. Thank you. So glad to finally meet you. Absolutely. Same here. And Ohun Ashe, founder of For the Culture STL. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you for having me back. Well, I'm so glad that both of you are here to spend a part of your 314 day with us. So let's start with uh, with So St. Louis and genealogy. Mm-hmm. Stacy, what is your STL genealogy? What do you mean? Like, <laughs> what is your family's history here, oh, here. in St. Louis? Oh, yeah. uh, well, my my mom is neither one of my parents are originally from here. My father was from the south side of Chicago, <laughs> and my mother was born in Tupelo, Mississippi. Okay, and she came here when she was thirteen, and he came here when he was in the military. Um, so yeah, so neither, they met here. Then they met here at a backyard party. Okay. Well, that sounds pretty St. Louis <laughs> when they, to me. Yeah, it was very St. Louis. And they were like 18. I think I think he might have been 18 and she might have been 16 or something like that. Okay. So but yeah. they were young. But he had like two flasks in his pocket. <laughs> and he was a military man. And yeah. he pulled my mama in a backyard party. Uh-huh. And off a page. I mean, if you can name the streets, yeah. definitely. So you've spent your whole life here then? I in have. St. Louis? I have. Okay. I, and moved, you... I moved to Chicago for like a year. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then you just had to come back. I had to come back. Boomerang. Well, I mean, I don't know. But yeah. I, I stayed. <laughs> okay. Oh, and how about you? What is your St. Louis story sort of going back to, to family? Yes. So it's so funny that you say genealogy because I'm, I'm, I'm on this journey right now where I'm tracing my ancestry. So I know my mom's side moved here in 1950 from Georgia, um, trying to get away, trying to get a new start. Um, and my family has had it, its roots in here ever since. Mm-hmm. Um, so unfortunately, I don't know my father's side or that story. So I'm just going to pretend that it's St. Louis down. <laughs> right. <laughs> but um, my mom we have been here all of our life. She was a teacher. She is a teacher here. She continues to teach a staple in St. Louis community. She has shown me the love. I grew up in Jennings. Um, so, yes, <laughs> Jennings. <laughs> so did I. Um, so, and I, I love St. Louis. I've been here all my life. I went to college at SEMO. So not too far. So I still came home on the weekends right. a lot yeah. of the time. So I have, like, the true St. Louis experience. Okay, so... <laughs> When you were at SEMO, mm-hmm. and then Stacy, when you were in Chicago, mm-hmm. what were the giveaways to people there <laughs> that you were from St. Louis? <laughs> I used to call this girl Carla. She said that I said her name real St. Louis. I used to call her Carla. And she was like, say my name, say my name. And I was like, Carla. And she was like, it's Carla. And I was yeah. like, it's Carla. <laughs> Very similar. It was the theirs, the hers. <laughs> and then also what I didn't realize until I went to college is the what school did you go to? Yeah. Question. Yeah. Yes. Ooh. Which I also found was like rooted in other things that's not always great. Yeah. But at the time, that is how I found out that that was just a St. Louis thing. Absolutely. <laughs> now, when when you were living uh, away and then when you've gone other places, are there nicknames that you have used for St. Louis? Like I've been saying STL, mm-hmm. um, that's the the airport, uh-huh. right, is STL. Uh-huh. Um, people in L.A. where I moved from, they don't they don't ever say LAX. Uh-huh. STL makes sense here. Uh, I also used the Lou. Yep. Uh-huh. I mean, what are some <laughs> of these nicknames for St. Louis? Um, that you hear, but maybe you don't use yourself. St. Louis, that grinds my gears. I hate when people say it. I hate it. 
I feel like they did not talk to anybody from St. Louis if they said it. <laughs> <laughs> so I am a big um, 314 girl. So been saying 314 and the Lou a lot from mm-hmm. the Lou, and I'm proud. Um, and like Stacy, St. Louis, and I'm like, uh, that doesn't feel like the St. Louis that I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, and in fact, that is a great place to get some uh, feedback from those who are uh, part of the listening audience today about pronunciations. So earlier this month, (laughs) producer Maya Norfleet, she went to the St. Louis City SC block party and talked with folks who were celebrating Major League Soccer coming to St. Louis. And Metro Boomin was here, Mm -hmm. St. Louis native, Mm -hmm. that is all over the hip-hop charts with his producing skills. And Maya spoke with St. Louis and Amber Arango about how to pronounce our city's name. When someone pronounces St. Louis like St. Louis, what's your first response? Cringe. <laughs> Enunciate it, put some respect on our name. And Maya also spoke with St. Louis and Maya Anderson, same spelling, um, <laughs> different last name, about the proper way to pronounce STL. I'm like, yikes, because why are you saying it like that? <laughs> Do you ever correct them? No, I just kind of give them that look like it's St. Louis. (laughs) And that's how you say it. And Fruity Brooks is from Belleville. And she was very matter of fact about how to sound like you know what the heck you're talking about (laughs) when you say it. Like, why you ain't finished the word? (laughs) Like, Louis is not St. Louis with an S. Like, Illinois, no S. St. Louis with an S. So there's lots of laughter here. And I will say, you know, Stacey, you you brought this up before we got to those audio clips. And we wanted to make sure we played them so that people understand this is a very common response to cringe or uh, otherwise react physically. Is it hypercorrection? I mean, so I'm, I moved here from mm-hmm. Los Angeles, mm-hmm. but grew up in Canada. Mm-hmm. We had a snack cake called the Joe Louis. Mm-hmm. It was delicious, <laughs> but it was Joe Louis. And then there's Louis Armstrong. Mm-hmm. Then Meet Me in St. Louis is mm-hmm. played at Cardinals and Blues games. Mm-hmm. So how do you correct someone who says it wrong? I just say, you're not from here. <laughs> And that ends the conversation. They're not from here because we don't say that. Yeah. I just try to tell people that St. Louis is a proud city. So I think pronunciating St. Louis is pretty important. And it also shows that you are not from here. And that's, I mean, that's okay. But mm-hmm. if you're going to be in a city, I need you to, you know, respect. Put some to respect say it on right. the city. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Get it right. We don't talk like that. That's not what we say. So this is also with street names that are giveaways. Mm. So, um, Shoto? Shoto. Shoto. (laughs) And Gravois is one that I have had a very hard time with. Again, Mm -hmm. Canada and French. Mm -hmm. So it's Mm -hmm. Mm Gravoy. The street very close to here, I have insisted on on saying Lindell. (laughs) Have you ever heard other people say that? Only people who don't live here. We're not from here. Well, there are lots of students who come to Mm -hmm. St. Louis. So, I mean, uh, on average, how long does it take people to to get to the point where they're saying the names of these places right? 
a while. I think it can be a while. <laughs> I actually worked on radio with somebody who said Belle Fountain, Belle Fontaine, and I was like, get her off the radio. <laughs> so it's Belle, okay, Belle Fontaine. <laughs> so it, it, I think it's just it's immersion. And what you had said about Carla, um, one of the things that I, I did when I, uh, not too long after I moved to St. Louis, mm-hmm. I worked with the Ferguson Commission mm-hmm. and did um, engagement content. So we were talking with a, a father, and he had a, a young daughter, mm-hmm. and he was referring to her as Ern. And I, <laughs> I couldn't figure out, like, until I started spelling it in my mind, mm-hmm. I couldn't figure out what that was, and it was, I mean. Was it Aaron? Yes, it was, it was Aaron. So these sorts of things, I think I had a very, um, I had a quick immersion Mm -hmm. into, Mm -hmm. into St. Louis Mm -hmm. uh, for a number of reasons, but the pronunciations definitely are something that I'm, I'm still working on. I love it. Is there a good natured way um, that you test someone to suss out whether they're OG St. Louis. <laughs> mm, I'll start naming like things we used to do. Well, I mean, I'm definitely an OG. So um, if they know about the Animal House, if they know about Hall's Ferry Cinema, mm-hmm. like the movie theater, like these are things that are long gone. But mm-hmm. I'm telling my age, but I'm definitely telling that I'm from St. Louis and I had a very St. Louis experience. Yeah. I often ask people, were they the palace or the saints lock in? <laughs> so <laughs> that is like um, back in the day, our skating rink. So you used to go to concerts mm. there, uh-huh. lock in, skate parties. Like growing up, I think my first few birthdays that I remember was at the palace. So I always ask people, were you the saints or the lock-in person? And that lets me know either they're from St. Louis or how long they've been in St. Uh Louis. Because if you've never heard of them, that means that you, you've been here maybe for a little bit, but not a long time. Right. You didn't go to high school (laughs) here. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Something that uh, a caller, Tom, from South St. Louis has um, has called us about is his favorite thing is uh, St. Louis Germans and that his forebears overthrew the governor uh, in 1861. Uh, and the results of that, let's hear from Tom in South St. Louis. Tom. Yeah, hi. 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 Yeah, every June we should celebrate because uh the, the governor of Missouri at that time, Governor Jackson, was planning to take Missouri to the Confederacy, and it was the St. Louis Germans who were strong abolitionists and marched on Jefferson City and overthrew the governor to make sure that Missouri did not become part of the Confederate States of America. Wow. Well, that I don't is... Know why we, I don't know why we don't have a street party every year for that. And you said wow. this is in June? That's right. All right. Well, we'll have to put a, a bookmark on that. And... Actually, we had someone here um, talking with us just a couple months ago about the um, the legacy of Germans, uh, German immigrants here in St. Louis and that, um, or in Missouri, mm-hmm. and that many of them were abolitionists. Wow! And one of the things that I learned as a graduate student in Wisconsin, I met people who grew up in Edwardsville, and they had told me that one of the ways people would identify themselves mm-hmm. was 
by which side of the war they were on, mm-hmm. that being the the civil war. So yeah, that was that. really sort of an education in um, not just in history, but like social and cultural um, import mm-hmm. and the things that people continue to talk about. Tom, thank you so much for calling in. I want to make sure that those of you who are listening, that you are also ready with your phones safely. I hope it's <laughs> over. <laughs> we want to hear from you. What's your favorite thing about St. Louis? Maybe something that many people um, do not know that we, we would learn for mm-hmm. the first time here. Give us a call at 314-382-8255. That's 314-382-TALK. Or you can tweet us at STL on air. We need to take a, a quick break from this 314 celebration, but don't go far. Here's a little Ike and Tina Turner from 1966. <laughs> this is River Deep, Mountain High. Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com. Welcome back. I'm Elaine Cha. It's all St. Louis this hour on this March 14th, or as we celebrate here, 314 Day. And you're listening to Jump Right In from St. Louis's very own The Urge from 1998. And we still want to hear from you. What's your favorite thing about St. Louis? Maybe it's your favorite St. Louis place to visit or place to eat. Give us a call at 314 382 8255. That's 314-382-TALK. Or you can tweet us at STL on air. Here with me are Ohun Ashe, founder of For the Culture STL, and Stacy Static, community engagement consultant and host of the Static podcast. Both are St. Louis OGs. Now, <laughs> one of the things people love to talk slash fight about here in St. Louis, is food. (laughs) I talked about Provel earlier, um, and one of the tests someone brought up concerns appetizers. What do you order as an appetizer? What does that tell you? It tells me if they know, they know, because T-Ravs are always the choice. (laughs) Okay, so when you're nodding, (laughs) are T-Ravs, in fact the quintessential St. Louis appetizer. I would definitely say if you go out to eat with someone and you order tea wraps, toasted raviolis, and that person has never had them, Mm -hmm. that lets me know if they're a St. Louisan or not and how deep in St. Louis culture that they know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so this is something you can get anywhere in St. Louis, Stacey? Yeah, the bowling alley. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's definitely a test. Anywhere. Like, the nacho place even has, like, a tea wraps nacho. Mm -hmm. Like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So instead of, and there are variations with... Um, 
tater tots. Why not? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. More so, flavorful. <laughs> yeah, have the meat and cheese. So before I moved here, one of the things someone sent to me had uh, information about the St. Paul sandwich. <laughs> so uh, there had been some plans to maybe have one of those in studio. I have not tried <sighs> one of those. Okay, so. <laughs> wow. Where where do I get the best St. <clears throat> Paul sandwich? That's up for a debate. I think that's yes. a personal preference. Yeah. Right? If you grew up in Jennings, did you go to Lisa's? Lisa's. <laughs> I was going to say Lisa's. Now, that is that is home for me. Lisa's is my entire, like, Chinese food experience. Right. But that is a debate yeah. that can lead to some dangerous times in St. Louis. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, because I'm a year of the dragon person. Yes. Oh. So, yeah, so. And I've heard that chicken wings there are excellent, too. Everything is good there. Okay. So, I mean. I just, I mean, I don't know whether bean sprouts are really okay with white bread. <laughs> so I'm just going to have to try it. You do. You and do I've also it. seen some debates about fried rice. Why is fried rice so brown here? Um, I think it's because the walk is seasoned properly, mm-hmm. you know. I think that they do high volumes of food and cooking, so okay. they're just seasoned well. So <laughs> it just leads to a darker product. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, one of the things that I swore that I would have for next year um, is a pair of earrings made out of red-hot riplets <laughs> chip bags. Um, and those uh, are uh, something that I was introduced to when I was pregnant. Ooh. So my son, made in Korea, right. born in St. Louis, um, he got to experience it in utero, mm-hmm. and he still likes them now that he's out. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, among other things, um, you know, there are drinks, there's uh, vests mm-hmm. I've, I've driven by. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some of the other other foods that are just quintessential St. Louis well, I mean, people always talk about emos because that is the quintessential St. Louis style pizza. That's not my personal favorite, meaning St. Louis style pizza place. So I have to give a shout out to the ones that are. Peroni's oh, is my yes. favorite um, of, the, of the St. Louis style pizza. But the thin crust is like, you got to go with the thin crust and the mm-hmm. Proveil. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah, those are the standards. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think those, the best soda, the Chinese food, the St. Louis style pizza, the toasted raviolis are all of the things that just make St. Louis culture. We've adapted somehow White Castles. <laughs> right. And gooey butter cake. We can't yes, forget gooey butter yes. cake. Yes. <laughs> so in addition to food, there are places that people associate um, with St. Louis. And David in St. Louis, please tell us what you think of as being you know, your, your favorite St. Louis thing. Uh, the Missouri Botanical Gardens. Mm. And what is it about the Botanical Gardens that feels so St. Louis to you? Oh, geez, where do I start? Uh, it's a very, very old uh, institution. It's, uh, gee, I don't know exactly, but it's over 150 years old. So, I mean, its roots are well into St. Louis. Um, it's it's a wonderful place to go on a nasty, bitter, cold winter day. Mm-hmm. Just go in and sit in the climatron, and you'll feel like you're in the tropics. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have activities there year-round. It's great for children. It's great for adults. It's uh, 
Uh, if you like gardening and nature and stuff like that, it's a it's a crown jewel of St. Louis as far as I'm concerned. I'm I'm a member of the botanical gardens. I'm also a member of the botanical gardens bonsai club. Oh, it's mm. yeah. So there's a lot of culture that people get to experience at the botanical gardens. We also have Mary, who is calling from South County. Mary, what is your favorite STL uh, feature or historical moment? I'm sorry, I was actually calling about why Saint Lu- people say St. Louis in a fond way. And oh, it's from sure. The World's Fair 1904, the song Meet Me in St. Louis, Louis. And that, I think, when people say, Saint- oh, good old St. Louis, they're referring, I think, back to the 1904 World's Fair. And I want to circle back to the Germans that came in 1850. Herman, Missouri has the whole history on the Germans that immigrated to the United States and settled in Missouri because of the wine. Uh, the, the ground and the climate was suited to that, and they were fiercely anti-slavery. So they fought, you know, they were an intelligent group of people that had their own press uh, and would send out press releases and so it, that uh, against really the does slavery. Be- yeah, it gets to how much diversity actually is here mm-hmm. in St. Louis. And I mean, even in terms of the food that we are talking about, mm-hmm. there are certainly influences that we see um, in, in the things that we choose to eat. Um, apart from the food quirks, there is one question, and oh, and you kind of alluded to this earlier, that many associate with St. Louis, and that's the where did you go to <laughs> high school query. <laughs> One of the folks producer Maya Norfleet talked with brought up a different question. What's your last name? Why do you ask that question? Because the families, it's, I feel like it's small in St. Louis, so everybody kind of know each other's families type, you know? Like everybody outside of high school, if you went to high school with other, other people's peoples, then you know what I'm saying? It's easier to kind of be like, patch people together and put people together. Huh. So last names are are definitely something I didn't think about. So mm-hmm. I'm of Korean descent. Yeah. And there are not only Koreans, but Chinese who have my last name. Mm-hmm. So it's not something that I would think to ask about. Is this asking after last names, is this something that you've observed in your time here? Not for me, because I come from a super small family. I have no aunts, no uncles, and no first cousins on either side. Oh, wow. So that's not something. Like, if you say my last name, it's like crickets. Yeah. (laughs) So that is actually something that I have witnessed. So my government last name is Eichrenkater. So if anybody hears my name, they know that this is like a Normandy family. Oh, you're the Eichrenkaters. So that is definitely something that I've seen. Um, The Joneses, like which Jones. So last names, I can definitely Mm -hmm. understand being like a question that we ask here to figure out like what roots is your family from? Yeah, where are they coming from? (laughs) And I think it definitely it, it points to how long people do they come and they stay, mm-hmm. and then you know those who return as well. Um, how long does someone need to live in STL to claim STL? So, <laughs> what, what's the claiming <laughs> radius? 
I don't know. I think it varies. It all depends on how, you know, deep. Like, if you if you marry somebody from here, you probably can get it in five years. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it, it, it depends on what your connect. If you just work here, yeah. you can leave at any time. You sure, can't really claim sure. it. But if you've been here 10, 10 plus years, I think, okay. I think you can claim it. And I also think St. Louis is a very welcoming city. Mm-hmm. So if you come here and you want to be embraced in St. Louis, I feel like people are able to be brought in a lot easier. Um, so I don't think it's really a year time frame that you can put to like when you are an official St. Louisan. Um, but I do think that the way that you take in the culture, the way that you learn it, because a lot of the times I just assume people are from here. <laughs> and then I just realize they're not. I'm like, OK, well, you're part of the culture. Right. So you're here. <laughs> well, that's a that's a lovely disposition, actually, to assume <laughs> that people are from here rather than not. Mm. Now, we've been talking about 314 as strictly St. Louis, but in, in practice, it's broader, mm. right? Like a, a regional thing versus a strictly 314 area code one. Now, something that struck me when I first moved here is that East St. Louis is in Illinois, yes. right? It's a neighbor, but a whole different state. So it's different, yet not. And Fruity Books Brooks at City Park summed up the relationship between STL and East St. Louis this way. I'm from the east side, so we like sisters. Like, East St. Louis and St. Louis is half sisters. So we the same thing. Like, I, I, Do we have the same mama or the same daddy? We got the same mama. We got the same mama because we got the same mama, you're a little closer, you know, than we got the same daddy. So, yeah, we got the same mama. So, yes to same mama? No. No, no. Oh, okay. Shouts out to East St. Louis. Good, good, good people over there. But no, it's not the same. Yeah? That's I the St. Louis so. in me. That's I the St. Louis so. in me. You think so? Okay. Yes. Good. There's such a difference well, in the community here. Well, like, a lot of... Um, People from East St. Louis had to migrate here from the East St. Louis riots, right? So they helped build and bring up Kenlock, some of our staple neighborhoods. So I feel like because of that, they they give me same mom energy. They give you same mom energy? Okay. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, we did get a tweet from Maggie. Um, to go back to the the subject of what we call St. Louis. Mm -hmm. This is a quote. A loo is a toilet. Horrid nickname. Having lived all around the area, I'd say whenever you are the city, means St. Louis, and all other municipalities are named, I do confess to loving St. Luligans for soccer fans. So, I mean, in terms of like what and what encompasses 314, we talked about it, it as more than a day. It has become a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and the spirit, you said mom energy. So Damon Davis, who is the artist behind um, Pillars of the Valley, mm-hmm. which is outside City Park, he is from East St. Louis. He was on our show talking with Vivian Gibson, who is another St. Louis OG, mm-hmm. um, author and historian. Um, and they had talked about you know, what is shared between East St. Louis and St. Louis here. How would you then characterize the relationship between East St. Louis and STL? It's definitely a shared experience, but like, I know people who are like, I'm from St. Louis. I'm like, oh yeah, and you know, I hit them with the, what high school did you go to? Oh, I went to, and they'll say like, East side. I'm like, you're not from St. Louis. Like, don't claim us. Claim where you from. (laughs) 
because I need to know. Like, because <laughs> then I can start running down. Well, you know, nah, 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 nah. So. so is this kind of a generational difference? Maybe? Probably. I know because I know I understand that there has been a battle between East St. Louis and St. Louis all of my life. Like there has never been a time in my life where it hasn't been. But I just kind of think as I grow older, I look at the relationship different. Mm. I try to get a lot of understanding of where some of the broken brokenness comes from it. Um, why we want to differentiate ourselves when we are so close and mm. we share um some some of the same communities we do some of the same things with each other they come over here we go over there um so i just think that we're closer than what people like to appear that we are <laughs> and i think we share a lot more in common than people like to say it's a playful battle sometimes but sometimes i think we have to embrace the culture that exists between the two places so we have Fred calling from Forest Park Southeast. Fred, welcome to St. Louis on the Air. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, yes, I would like to add to the conversation as far as two places that are uniquely St. Louis or unique about it is the first one is the St. Louis Zoo. Mm-hmm. I have lived many places around the country in major cities and St. Louis has by far one of the best zoos in the country, mm-hmm. if not the best. And it's free. That part. I've gone to places and they'll go, want to go to a zoo? They say, okay, you have to pay. I'm like, what do you mean pay? <laughs> so we've been spoiled here. <laughs> oh, most definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. In fact, I think that's part of it that St. Louisans mm-hmm. don't realize what they have here until they leave here. Mm. They take a lot of things for granted because that's mm-hmm. just the way it is. Mm-hmm. Then you go someplace else when you come back and say, oh, it's not it's pretty nice. The and other the, thing is it's city museum. Sure. I like yeah. any place in the country. It is someplace for kids and adults to just kind of get lost in. And it's just amazing. I've gone numerous times and always find something new to do or new to see. It's certainly a gem here in the city. And our phone lines are open. We want to hear from you. What's your favorite thing about St. Louis? Maybe it's your favorite St. Louis place to visit or to eat. Um, Maybe it's a hidden place that not everybody knows about, but you think more people should know about. Give us a call at 314-382-8255. That's 314-382-TALK. Or you can tweet us at STL on air, and we will incorporate you into this conversation. We need to take a quick break. We'll be back in just a moment to continue this 314 day celebration on this March 14th. And as we go into this next break, this is Miley with Low Ski from last year's release of the album Friends.
Welcome back. I'm Elaine Cha. We're continuing our celebration of all things 314. That's right, it's March 14th, and it's the time when people celebrate St. Louis, drawing inspiration from this region's area code. Here's a track from last year's album, Good Timing. This is Good For Us by The Knuckles. And I'm here with Ohun Ashe, founder of For the Culture STL, and Stacy Static, community engagement consultant and host of the Static podcast. We've been asking for you to call in, and we've got you on the lines. So, Kristen from Baldwin, welcome to St. Louis on the Air. Thank you. Yeah, please tell us what is it about St. Louis that uh, that you love. Uh, the quality and depth of fine music here. Uh, really great classical music, jazz, opera, bluegrass, blues, you name it. We have it at a really high level. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to a major conservatory on the East Coast, and after being there, I realized what high-quality music we have. It's world-class, and the Muni, too. Well, and on that note, Daniel from Normandy, welcome to St. Louis on the Air. What is it that you love about St. Louis that has impacted your life? Yes, in conjunction with the beautiful music and art scene we have here, uh, the the St. Louis Muni and the musical theater experiences we get to experience here in St. Louis. It's just one of the gems of St. Louis. And I understand that you're doing something in musical theater now? Yes, I am a performer in the area. I was a teacher at in the Normandy School District in music, and now I'm performing both with uh, the Rep and the Muni and Opera Theater of St. Louis sometimes, so I, I perform in the, in the area. That's fantastic. Nice. We also have Rick from Edwardsville on the line. Best thing about STL. Rick, welcome. Yeah, hello. Hello. I was just going to bring up the famous St. Louis pork steak. Uh, that you can't uh, find around the rest of the country. Oh, wait, what is the pork steak? This is some, I, I don't know what that is. You got to be kidding. Um, oh, yeah. Educate a, me, please. I'm about to bring you one okay, right take now. A pork, take a pork butt, cut it in the steaks about three quarters of an inch thick, incinerate it on the barbecue grill, then soak it in sweet barbecue sauce. Mm-hmm. If you ask for it anywhere but St. Louis, pretty much across the country, they just get a blank stare. Okay. (laughs) Well, I'll definitely have to check that out. And Brent in U-City, welcome. You have uh, a couple of spots to mention? Yeah, I sure do. Uh, I'm an original St. Louisan, three generations. My kids are fourth generation St. Louisan. And uh, went to Parkway North, but I've lived all over. I'm in the U City now. But I'd like to talk about if you haven't really experienced St. Louis uh, summer days on a beautiful summer afternoon, unless you spent it on the on the cafe on the patio at Molly's in Soulard, mm-hmm. just a fine way to spend the day, mm-hmm. or uh, soaking up the weird at the Venice Cafe on Pestalozzi. The weird, I, <laughs> yeah, is that true? It's okay, a, it's a little different. Yeah, <laughs> I'll definitely have to check it out. Thank you for calling. 
and it's great to hear from someone who's three generations in. Yeah. yeah. So he has some he has some skin in the game. I also want to mention Union Station because when I was a kid, it was closed, and then they reopened it when um, probably when I got to high school, but I worked there when there was the fudgery and mm-hmm. all kinds. But there's like the, the architecture and the wall where you can, one person stands on one end and you stand on the other and you can talk into the wall and hear them on the other side because of the arch oh, sure. inside the building. Like people just need to explore Union Station. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So really there's cool places place. that have that have closed and reopened mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. Some revival. Mm-hmm. Revival some, certainly yeah. seems to be something that is a theme in St. Louis mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Um, one of the other places, uh, we have Jerry on the line from St. Louis. Jerry, welcome to St. Louis on the Air. Tell us what your favorite place is. Well, I have too many, but I live a block from Tower Grove Park, so I get there mm-hmm. numerous times each week, which is along with Central Park and the Boston Commons, I think the only other park on the National Registry of Historic Places. It's mm-hmm. magnificent. But besides that, uh, St. Louis has a circus, Circus Flora. And I find that very enjoyable and unique. The circus Flora is definitely something mm-hmm. that has come up in, in past conversations, too. Now, in this last bit of our discussion about 314 Day, mm-hmm. I want to get to something that has definitely stuck out to me as very St. Louis, and that is the willingness to get to real talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a region that has lots of issues and is often its own worst critic, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. St. Louis is also a place that's full of folks with hopes and dreams they'll actually go after. In the time that you've lived in St. Louis, mm-hmm. Stacy, what is a change you've seen that you want to see more of? I can just think of the thing that I want to see more of, and that's education. I just think that that is the biggest hurdle that St. Louis faces. I mean, I've often said that if you continue to undereducate large swaths of your um, population, then you continue to see problems uh, with crime and everything else. So mm-hmm. until we can really get that and make education more equitable, it's, we're just going to continue to see all the problems that have been plaguing St. Louis as of late. Mm-hmm. And what wins have you seen <laughs> in terms of, is there is there maybe one that has given you some, some feeling of uh, optimism? No. No? I'm sorry. Okay. I mean, obviously... Yeah. There, yeah, I, I think that obviously St. Louis City Public Schools were, you know, they got their accreditation back, but we continue to see the problems that we've been seeing for decades. And we shouldn't have to send our kids to other neighborhoods to get a quality education. We really need to change that in the city of St. Louis. Yeah. Owen, what about you? Is there a change that you've seen that you want to see more of? I would say empowerment. Um, from my time here as a little girl to now, seeing people take St. Louis community into their own hands and make it what it, they want it to be has been so beautiful from the up uh, uprising of Black-owned businesses um, to local businesses to festivals, communities, education. People are taking St. Louis and the problems that we have and making our own solutions for it. So mm-hmm. I want to continue to see people actively get active in St. Louis and make a difference in the problems that they see. Mm-hmm. And from what I understand, 
This is the first time that you two are meeting. Yes. yes. You've known of one another. <laughs> yes. Have absolutely. been following each other, yes. right? Yeah. So, Stacy, is there something that you've seen Ohun doing that gives you hope? Yeah. Op- yeah. I've loved what she did for, for Black History Month, highlighting the black businesses. That's really important to me, too. It's like we have to be very conscious and intentional about where we spend our money and, and the places that we highlight. So that's really important. So no, and, and I love the fact that we have more minority-owned businesses in St. Louis. That really makes a huge difference because 10 years ago, it wasn't yeah. like that at all. We've seen a huge difference since Mike Brown, really. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 10 years ago, 20, 2013, 2014? 2014. Mm-hmm. 2014. And, oh, yeah. Remind us about what you talked about when you were on the show recently. Yeah, so I did a series called 28 Days of Black-Owned St. Louis, where we went around to 28 different Black-owned businesses all over the St. Louis region, from Cherokee, South City, to downtown, to St. Charles, just trying to highlight different Black-owned businesses that exist. And I have to say that majority of them did not exist five years ago. They did not exist 10 years ago. So I think that speaks to the growth in St. Louis right there. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to remind you, our phone lines are open. We want to hear from you about this particular question. What are some of the things about St. Louis that you have seen changing or that you think need to change in order for STL to be an even better place Mm -hmm. for people to live? Give us a call at 314-382-8255. That's 314-382-TALK. Or you can tweet us at STL on air. So you two have been following each other. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things also that has stood out to me about St. Louis is that it is much more diverse than people give it mm-hmm. credit for mm-hmm. or than want to really talk about. Hmm. So um, are there people that you have seen over the last several years um, who maybe are not from communities that would be ascribed to you or that you would say that is my community people you follow to learn from about st louis as it is now and as it is growing Hmm. that's a good question let me think about that i would say um, (laughs) one of the people that i have been able to work with recently is maxine clark the owner and founder of build-a-bear um and her work in uplifting small businesses, Black-owned businesses, has been so inspiring. Even with For the Culture STL, she dedicated people from her team to build the map feature on the website. So if you go to ForTheCultureSTL.com, you can go to the map, and it populates Black-owned businesses in the region. And she dedicated people in her team to building that out for us completely for free. Mm. Um, So we do have a lot of diversity in this city, a lot of people that want to make a difference and work with each other and I think that it is getting bigger and bigger as time goes on and it has been just such a beautiful breath of fresh air. We have a lot to work on still but we cannot ignore the fact that we have made strides. Now John in Ferguson is going to share one of STL's best kept secrets. John Mm -hmm. welcome to St. Louis on the Air. Hi. Um, John, I moved here from San Diego back in 99. Ah. We sold sold a literal 600-square-foot shack for $75,000 and bought a four-bedroom brick home in Ferguson for that same $75,000. And we've never looked back. Mm -hmm. 
And I, I lived in San Diego in 1999 yeah. <laughs> and can attest to how high uh, housing prices are there. And one of the things that I have heard from so many people is that cost of living here is so much lower and you know, being able to start a family in oh, particular, yeah. especially with all of those amenities people were talking about, that that is uh, that's something that is very positive. I hope that never changes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Ben in St. Louis, please tell us, what is uh, the strength that you see? Without a doubt, St. Louis is one of the most special cities in America. I mean, it's the real like heart of this country. Mm-hmm. It's where the east meets the west, where the north meets the south. It's the confluence of, of rivers. And I think, like, just the, the music scene is like a perfect evidence of, of that from Scott Joplin at the turn of the century with ragtime up to Chuck Berry in the 50s with rock and roll. And then you got, you know, Miles Davis coming out of East St. Louis with uh, uh, jazz innovation. And I want to also send a special shout out to a, a different radio station on your air. I apologize, but uh, Magic 108 KMJM St. Louis was. <laughs> My youth and represents St. Louis to me, and uh, it, again that you know that intersectionality of when 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 things mix and meet, good things pop out, and I think that's what St. Louis is. Ohunashe is the founder of For the Culture STL, and Stacy Static is a community engagement consultant and host of the Static Podcast. Thank you both for being here on this three one four day. Thank you. Thank you. And today's show wouldn't be incomplete without Nelly, who indubitably <laughs> put St. Louis on the hip-hop map. So here's Country Grammar by Nelly from the year 2000. Tomorrow on St. Louis on the Air, we'll visit with students from Central Visual and Performing Arts High School. A deadly shooting there in uh, October has inspired some of its students to call for changes in Jefferson City. And we'll talk about one of St. Louis's flagship beers. The man dubbed the Malt Whisperer will join us. More reporting from the St. Louis on the Air team is available at stlonair.show. Be sure never to miss a conversation by subscribing to our podcast. You can find St. Louis on the Air on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts on the App Store. While you're there, leave us a review. It's one of the simplest ways to help new people discover the show. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Thank you for listening. I'm Elaine Cha. This episode was produced by Maya Northley. Audio engineering and podcast design by Aaron Dorr. Our production intern is Avery Rogers. Our executive producer is Alex Hoyer. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. Our podcast proudly supports St. Louis artists by using music from Life Creative Group. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thank you. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis.
Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com.